0: a lot of people like the move others say it's unfair but at the end of the day it's business hello everyone and welcome to another episode of flat out with Como i was referring to the little change that we've had in the coaching staff in the nigerian basketball national team mike brown was announced by the mbbf to be the new head coach of the national team while Alex Inware has been moved to assistant. Now it just brings about the questions: is this the right move at this point in time? The Olympics is just around the corner. Does this change the way we are going to play in the Olympics? Does it affect our performances? And does this make the team any better moving forward in games to come? You really can't get so many answers right now. We only have to wait and see and how these things grow and develop. But first, let's look at my ground records. Uh, he was assistant coach in Wizards, Spurs, and Pacers. He was the coach of Cavaliers and Lakers. And of late, he has been the associate coach of the Golden State Warriors. Three-time NBA champion, 2003, 2017 and 2018 as a coach. He has over 500 percentage win in the NBA, so I think that's a good look. But is this really the right move? I have to say that I am not big on it. Honestly, I do not think they needed a change, the Tigers are definitely a team on the rise and they've done pretty well under Umwara. The team wasn't great in the FIBA World Cup, but still, we had remarkable performances. For Christ qualified for the Olympics, They were good enough to do that, so it wasn't a big deal. I honestly don't think that this will bring about so much uh, change in the way we're going to perform in Tokyo. And yes, there's been talk about um, Coach Alex not being able to handle the big guns in this team issues in the locker room and probably a lot of guys think that this new acquisition will pull the interest of foreign based players and make them more willing to play for the country I understand that it's an argument that we will still have over and over having the right man at the wheel is highly important but what about chemistry the Olympics is a stone throw away a change like this can either affect the team positively or negatively, you cannot say. It might be a huge jump and it might be a terrible slump. <laughs> well, the decision has been made, so we can only sit back and wait. Let us see how this develops. Speaking about the Olympics, our ladies are also doing their beat trying to gain qualification. They are tied up in a group with the United States, Serbia and Mozambique. And there are two spots up for grab because the United States are qualified as Asians that they are. <laughs> We beat Mozambique today, so I want to believe that we have gained qualification to the Olympics already. There is no way on earth Mozambique is going to beat United States. No cap, no disrespect to the team. They are a wonderful squad, but no way they are beating United States. So let us start celebrating basically. Um the best news I got from this is the addition of the Air Warriors queen, Musa Mujah, to the team. Although she will not be playing, at least she's not listed for games, but this is a great opportunity for her to grasp as much knowledge as she can, and see the game from a different light. Make sure you guys support the Tigress I beg. They are doing their best out there. They've already won one game, so two more to go. Moving on, we have to talk NBA. There's a lot of stuff that has gone down, especially with the trade deadline and all it's crazy it is a really crazy issue some guys have moved from east coast to west coast some people are without jobs but before we get into that let's talk about the all-star the all-star games are just around the corner um look at donkey Trey young second year guys that have been wonderful this season as starters for the first time in their career alongside the likes of lebron A.D., Kawhi Giannis and so on and so forth. The reserves, Jason Statham, Brandon Ingram, Sabonis also make their first All-Star selection. Now, with every All-Star game coming to life, there's also this question that pops up every year. Who is the biggest snub? This year was tough for me because I felt there are a couple of guys that should, in fact, it's not they should have made, they needed to be on that team because they've done so well for their teams and they performed incredibly throughout the season. Number one for me is Bradley Beal. This guy has been a walking bucket. He's probably the only good thing in the Wizards right now. (laughs) He turns up every night for every game, plays to the best of his abilities. And his numbers show it. Number two is Demar DeRozan. You'll never find a more efficient scorer playing in the two position right now. Playing that much, minute, as many minutes as he is playing, and still being able to be as efficient as he has been all season long. And finally, the one that touched me the most is Devin Booker. For real, Devin Booker should have been an All Star this year. I just want to say the sliding 26.7 points per game, 4.1 rebounds, 6.3 assists through 48 games. Even when he struggled from the three point line, he was able to drop 25 plus points on guys night in and night out. But you know what? Everybody can't be an All-Star. With that being said, NBA trade deadline. I'm going to go through a couple of teams that were involved in trades and how I feel about all the movement, all the acquisitions and all. First and foremost, CC Patrulien, that man is he's up to something. He's on a mission. They were able to acquire Iggy, Jay Crowder, Solomon Hill from the Grizzlies. And they sent Justice Winslow, John Waiters, who have had an issue with the Heat organization for a while, and James Johnson. James Johnson was later sent to Minnesota for God James, but that's a long story. For a team that has been incredible this season, starting off, we never thought Miami Heat was going to be this good. Patrick Riley threw up fairy dust, acquired Jimmy Butler out of nowhere, threw up another portion of fairy dust and got incredible young players, Kendrick Nunn, Duncan Robinson, Tyler Herro, who have been insane. Now you add Iggy to that mixture, there is a problem. I've said this countless times. eh? No one wants to face the Miami Heat in the playoffs and Pat Riley keeps making things happen. He also tried to acquire Gelenari, that's how crazy it is. (laughs) If that had worked out, then the Miami Heat would be in a whole new dimension. The Houston Rockets, on the flip side, I have the worst GM and coach that I have seen ever in the NBA. It makes no sense. Well, they have no idea what they want. They have no idea what they're doing. They don't know how to keep the balance in the team. And I think it's it's the analytics. It's fucked up a lot of stuff. A three is better than a two, Yeah. So shoot it up and live in the streets. We'll shoot at will. Take as much as you want from the three point line. Just score a certain percentage and you'll be fine. But they forgot about balance. Balance. This freaking team. This freaking team were involved with a four-team trade with the Minnesota Timberwolves, Denver Nuggets, and Atlanta Hawks. They gave up Clint Capella, one of the shiny spots in Houston. And Nene, a seasoned veteran. A seasoned big. Sorry, let me not even use veteran. A seasoned big. And what did they get in return robert covington a 6'7 shooting guard and jordan bell who was even later traded to grizzlies for Club. now i don't know what they think that is if that is going to be a good addition but they don't have sense we won i was even praying that ah, see you the warriors have chopped these people all um year long they don't chop them left right center now is your chance to even have a shot at this thing, although you have to face Clippers and Lakers and the other guys, but maybe, just maybe you'll be able to scale through. But right now, nothing, nothing, the OKC and Nuggets will beat them to plumb if they face off in the um, playoffs, it is that crazy. See in the same trade, eh, the Minnesota Timberwolves get Malik Beasley, Ancho and Gomez, Ivan Turner, Gerard Vanderbilt and a first round pick. Devon Nuggets gets Gerald Green, Noah Vonley, Shabazz Napier, Ketya Diop and another first-round pick. But you, Dundee, you give <laughs> I swear it is, just, it is just insane. It is crazy. They are the losers from what I can see. They are the losers of these trade markets. The Clippers were able to acquire Marcus Morris and Isaiah Thomas in a three-man trade between themselves, the Wizards and the Knicks. The Knicks get Moakles and a first round pick while the Wizards gets Jerome Robinson. The Clippers basically just foster their bench, they put another dog in that bench, someone that is willing to take it all the way. You have Montrose Anuel coming off the bench, you have Lou Williams coming off the bench, now you have Marcus Morris, 20 points per game. It is going to be a very tough run for the West with all this move that has been done. Clippers look like that team that wants it all. The other notable trade is D'Lo going to the Minnesota Timberwolves alongside Omari Spellman and Jacob Evans. He will finally get to play with Carl Anthony Towns, his very good friend according to them. I don't know. They had this interview with Slam Magazine and they said they would like to play with each other alongside um, Devin Booker but Devin is still stuck in the Phoenix Suns. The funny thing is this, Timberwolves could have actually signed D'Angelo Russell when he was leaving the Nets, and it would have been for way cheaper fee. But now, because of the sense where they think they get, they go pay. They go do it, in. they go pay. The Warriors are stacking up pretty nicely. They got Andrew Wiggins and draft picks for this trade and they also sent Allen Burke and um, Glenn Robinson to the Philadelphia Sixers. Now, Philly, need outside shooting they can't depend on Joel Embiid and Al Alford for so long the other guys are not really putting up numbers Tobias Harris hasn't been great in the last few games so they that is a good look for them but I have to say this the Warriors are cooking something for next year but Myers is doing exactly what Riley is doing this year for next year first you ship out Dilo now you do not have to contend with how to play him alongside steph and clay now when those guys get back they have andrew wiggins in the mix draymond green the young guys are, will be much more prepared for the season they also have space and draft picks to give up for a bigger name or a max player now that is planning let me just say they're thanking. Now chilling their day so this season is over for them they will do their best to not to look like shit but we all know that nothing is coming out this season it will be great to see how these teams match up after the all-star break because that is when the action really begins the fight for the top eight slots of for each conference is going to be gruesome it's going to be hard you have to be invested in it obsessively want that slot Everybody is going to come out at you, the intensity is going to step up, the tempo of the game will be faster and I am here for all of it. Thank you for tuning in again, it's been a pleasure, till next time, flat out.